this week on This Galarian Life. The party enjoys some leisure time. And now you're gonna make my kids do weed? <laughs> They've been <laughs> doing weed for months. They, just... they are weed! But there's still dangers out in the world. Um, so as, as you're getting ready, you get like a tingle down your spine that something is off. But we must move to a not-so-distant past where a new adventure unfolds. You'd imagine the fastest way would be on the main road, but that would also be dangerous because it's full of Malthoon patrols. Let them come. Gross. As a brand new cast of characters. We've got, oh. we've got, we've got basically three boom hours right now. Look, it was my bit first. Can they figure out what it truly takes to become a bad company? Listen to find out. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to This Galarian Life. Last week saw the end of book five, and thus this week, it's the start of book six. And anybody who's made it through this far knows what that means. An interlude GM'd by one of our normal cast members. This time, Will will be taking on the role and giving us a little bit of a look into the Iron Fang Legion itself. We will be playing Hobgoblins or Goblins or a Frog or something, I guess, operating to do a very important mission that may or may not relate to the story. Obviously, story bits from the regular bit of the show, but... I hope you all enjoy this. Uh, we're having a lot of fun doing it so far. It's nice for me to take a little bit of a break. So with all that being said, just check out the description below for all the links you might need. We do have a Patreon. We have a Twitter. We have an Instagram. If you want to get in contact with us, check those places out. Uh, but I don't really have a whole lot else to say this week. So let's just jump right into the episode. Presenting episode 146, This Galarian Life presents Bad Company. This week is obviously the beginning of book six, and we start uh, with a little bit of a video game-esque cutscene. <clears throat> it's raining. Uh, we find ourselves on a country road, mainly dirt, a little bit of gravel to prevent you know water from running a gentleman a younger male uh seemingly human is walking staggeredly uh along the road he's got on uh he's like blue kind of i don't know thicker pants i don't know what you would call them i mean medieval equivalent of jeans i guess legend and, and then this padded armor that's dyed orange to uh, represent the order of uh, warriors or whatever he's in uh he's walking he seems disoriented and doesn't quite know what's going on and from the distance a covered wagon uh pulls up and stops like right in front of him and a man in all black gets out approaches him with uh like a, like a scroll case kind of thing in his hand and looks at the young 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 man and says I got something for you. A letter. Uh, a, a letter from me? That, that That's impossible. You're, you're Charlie, right? Yeah. This has been sitting in our office for 40, 50 years. Told us to come here tonight. 
can give it to you. He hands it over, and the the young Charlie uh, reaches into the scroll ta- case and holds it out. The ink starts running because of the rain, but he quickly can make it out, and he starts mumbling. Under his breath, he says, Dear Charlie, if my calculations are correct, you will receive this letter immediately after your... I was struck by lightning. First, let me assure you that I am alive and well. I've been living happily these past eight months in the year 4065. And then Charlie looks up at the, the gentleman in all black and goes, he, He's alive! Charlie's alive! He's in the Old West, but he's alive! And then we go back to the party. I found a new bit. <laughs> Isn't that just going to be fucking Back to the Future reference every week? God damn it! Every week the same one. I haven't seen that. Yet. <sighs> How have you not seen Back to the Future? I have seen it. I was kind of kidding, but I really don't remember it very well. I believe I was drinking. <laughs> I've I've seen Back to the Future like almost more than any movie. I think I've seen it more than Star Wars. Of course, I remember the classic Ford Taurus that they drove. True. Fuck you. Uh, anyway, last week you all uh, did some stuff, which culminated in you all uh, teleporting back to New Tolersburg. I don't know what y'all are planning to do outside of uh, getting some rest, but uh, I assume you're probably hanging out at Syrix's. I might also be hanging out with my family. Now, I would definitely hang out with the group for a bit, but I would probably prefer to spend more time with my son and daughter. And I would, uh... I'd hang out at Begley's if everybody else was there. Charlie is going to go take voice lessons and come back with a new voice. <laughs> okay. Good for him. But for our purposes, Laura can totally be here. No, I mean, let's let's go to your family. And I mean, maybe this... <laughs> Laura says, oh, hey, well, I gotta go. Yeah, I mean, maybe this happens several hours later, or maybe not, who knows. Uh, but at some point uh, before you all head off to do uh, your next great adventure, uh, you're hanging out with uh, Sarah and Daniel. Uh, you're hanging out with Sarah and Daniel, and they're just, uh, you know, drinking tea. Sarah made cookies or whatever. Every once in a while, they leave the, leave to go outside, uh, come back, and there's, there must be like a skunk or something outside, because it just smells kind of weird every time they come back in, but, you know... You're in the middle of forest. It's... And now you're going to make my kids do weed? They've been my doing kids. weed for months. They, just... they are weed. Are you telling me fucking my kids are out here? Is that what fucking Theodore's been teaching my daughter? They've just been hitting the pesh? No, your daughter, you actually, Sarah broke up with uh, Theodore oh in God. the day you've been gone. Now she's fucking Machine Gun Kelly. Well, at least he's human. Wow. Is he, though? Wow. What do you want uh, to talk about? I would like to uh, ask Daniel about the monumental task of walking a dragon corpse across all of Nermathos. How about how about uh, Pusheen Gun Kelly? Sure. How, how dare you? <clears throat> how <clears throat> dare you disrespect the name of Pusheen in this household? Oh God, it's a fucking cat folk. <laughs> She's just <laughs> dating a cat boy now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Well, the uh, the uh, tarp helped a little bit. Uh, no wandering eyes or whatever. Luckily, some of the gentlemen in the uh, in the group have uh, uh, druid ranger levels, so they were able to cast like Longstrider and stuff. So it was a little quicker than you might expect. Still, 
And I'm still surprised <clears throat> that the first time we encountered this dragon, it wasn't actually, well, second time? It's hard to say. Fucking Galarian slaughtered it, took its form. Yes, that is a very wild story. I'm glad we've talked about that before now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, you know, militias are asked to move things sometimes. This was one of the weirder things, but, you know, it is what it is, I guess. I can't imagine the dwarves enjoyed a, just a rotting dragon corpse in their city. Oh, yeah, especially since it was technically rotting before it was dead. Yeah, that's Yeah, uh, that is another weird problem. thing. Dies, and now I have to play fucking my daughter, who's just an absolute monster. I'm here Laura, as a DM to give you... I'm here to give you an artistic challenge, Will. Your talk goes on for a little while. Sarah eventually pipes down when there... Or pipes up when there's a lull in the conversation and says, So, uh... I didn't want to bring it to your attention immediately because I figured you probably needed a break, but uh, one of your old friends came back this morning almost immediately after you all left, so that oh. was fun. Uh, do you remember uh, the little fox fella, Salvatore? That motherfucker. He's a good boy. He's uh, fine, I guess. Uh, he's he's, he, he's back for a couple days, he said, whenever you got the chance to come see him. Does he want to just see me, or does he want to see everyone? Uh, you'll you'll probably suffice. Uh, he can, you know, it involves grandpa and grandma. So, my extended family, who aren't actually, or wait, these are going to be my actual, because Greg was. Hmm, that's right. Damn, we'll uh, get it figured out. So, is there a good time you can talk to him? Uh, well, I'm probably going to go talk to. The others later tonight, but uh, tomorrow morning should be oh. fun. Okay. Uh, well. Or what time yeah. is it? Uh, it's probably late evening. Yeah, tomorrow morning. Uh, well, uh, Fox crawls out of under the couch and then uh, <laughs> walks through the cat door in the door. Does the fucking <laughs> does the new boyfriend come through the cat door too? He no. doesn't fit. He just sticks his head through. <laughs> Derek, what's your most obnoxious yeah, catboy voice? He doesn't have one. The next morning over uh, tea or coffee or whatever, uh, Salvatore knocks on whatever door you're in and then uh, invites himself in because he's a fox. He doesn't care about social interactions. He cares not for the <clears throat> laws of this land. Uh, mm, <clears throat> mm, mm. Uh, Miss Toller, I assume I find you well this morning. More. Oh, wait, is this the morning now? Yeah. I thought that fucker actually just broke in in the middle of me talking to my family. No, he was hiding under the couch waiting for Sarah to say it was okay to talk to. And you're like, I'll just do it in the morning. So he politely left through the cat door. Oh, I thought he just immediately popped up and was just like, oh, hello. No, he was listening to the conversation the whole time. That, that's kind of weird. In fact, you heard snickers every time you mentioned the skunk smell from under the couch, but you... You know. Was he fucking smoking weed under my couch? No, like, he just knew what was going on. And this is didn't. why it's good practice to always cast scenes of ability on yourself. If that fails, you should, for the working man, a quick litter dust in every room. Uh-huh. God, can you imagine that? <clears throat> Everything's just covered in glitter. Well, we, uh, we, uh, you know, had that conversation last time. I've been doing my own research. Uh, your in-laws have been... Doing their own research, I assume. Hopefully not about vaccines. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook hasn't been invented yet, so everybody takes a shot. 
No, thank God. Um, Unless they're a follower of Agatha. kind of jab. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Anyway, uh, I was just wondering, I suppose, while I'm around, if you all, you have any more information surrounding what happened to your artifacts, the the Galarian fellow you told me about, any more leads or whatnot? Well, I know he fucking turned himself into a into a he turned himself into a black dragon uh, and kicked our ass. Uh, uh, he also killed the black dragon. It's a whole thing. Uh, he also informed me that Greg and the others are we can resurrect them now if we want. That's good. Probably. It might take some time, but we can probably get our hands on some <clears throat> scrolls or something. I don't know if I want Grogug back, but actually, we should probably leave Jack behind. I don't know if Penny would be okay with that or a package deal. I mean, I'll let you all figure that out, obviously. Uh, is is the resurrection process the same as if somebody would normally die, or do you think we could get Moxie Molstrom back? Mm, I don't know. Maybe. Probably not. We definitely don't have a body for him, so... Yeah, and unfortunately, my husband was rather uh, gravely wounded by dragon acid, so we're going to have to use true for him. I imagine we can probably go dig up what's left of Grogu. He was kind of mostly just crushed. Uh, if I remember, there was a giant worm. <clears throat> Taking too many concussions since then. Well, I think okay. Jack... I don't remember how Jack died. Some monster? God, I have had too many concussions. Uh, anyway, um, I don't want... We we have uncovered some information, and to reveal the source of the information may put you and your party, your group, in danger. So I don't want to reveal the source right now. I do have an insurance policy set up. If I were to die, or your in-laws were to die, that information would be passed on to you. But... What we have uncovered <clears throat> is that this Galarian fella obviously has uh, transmutative powers, which yeah. would seem to indicate your experience as well. Um, do you know anything about the swords? Only a little bit. Um, we know that we we need to get our hands on them. I think we're in possession of... We have one of them, right, Derek? Uh, or we have two of them? Truxton, Truxton's sword is one of them. Um, Gorgug's sword is one of them. Beast Claw is one of them. You have that. Charlie's is one of them. Uh, Yeah, it is on Penny's body, but it is ours. It is not Mm -hmm. Penny's. Penny's just holding it. I think those are the ones you hold in your possession. Uh, You you know of a few others. (laughs) Anyway, collecting those swords are most paramount. Part of the problem is... Some of them are well-known, unfortunately. Uh, part of the initial plan, apparently, was to hide them in plain sight. Uh, so some of them have become important artifacts that are passed around uh, certain trading markets and held in cer- some circumstances by very, very wealthy people as uh, money laundering schemes. Um your in-laws are currently in Osiri and trying to procure one of them. Are they? They're committing tax fraud. No, they're just going to go buy it with money. Oh, Greg, Greg did often complain about having to pay taxes, especially when they're being paid for. Uh... Anyway, go on. Uh, your current mission. I want. I wanted to talk to you 
sooner rather than later. And after this, I'll leave you be. Uh, your current mission might actually lead you to one of the swords. Apparently one was stolen from the Molthuni vaults uh, by a certain Iron Fang legion. Wait, so one of the generals has what? Uh, potentially. I, I don't know what they would do with it. Uh, do we know which general? No. I mean, they yeah. could give it to whoever's in charge of a given battle, or one person could be holding it. Uh, presumably, the higher up, the more likely they are to have it. Uh, we aren't even sure which one it is. The information about the swords and what they do is a little cryptic, given our information. Uh, but... Someone in the Iron Fang Legion does have one. Damn. Uh, And if we were able to find this out, and Galarian is physically here, uh, chances are he knows as well, so... Fuck, does that that lieutenant we saved, the dual-wield swords, does he have one? No. Does he have two? Yes. Fuck. Hell yeah. You caught me. Uh, Yep, so... Obviously, uh, we're not as involved in the war as you all. You might know uh, where their secret bases are or whatever, but wherever they're, wherever they're holding the largest number of officers is probably where you would find the sword. Well, that I think we are on a, uh, a one-way track to that. Well, unless, unless you need to inform me of anything else, I've got to be off to Varigia. There's an auction. Joy. I can't think of anything. Good luck. Be safe. I'm Is always a sending spell away. Will you be the DSX Machina if we need you? Uh, absolutely. I've got all the Kitsune tail feats. Hmm. One of them what... dominate monsters. Ooh. Well, you know, we ran into that a lot recently, actually. It's quite useful. Especially on war priests. There, there you have it. Uh, somebody else knows about the swords. Is he trustworthy? Who knows? Meanwhile, 20 years in the past. Now, before we get started, I would like everyone to uh, introduce your character real quick. Uh, I don't need a full mechanical breakdown. But, you know, what, you, what do you do? What do you, what's, what's your gimmick? We kind of talked about it before, but, you know, maybe some things have changed. I know a certain frog no longer has a sniper rifle, but is uh, packing a different kind of heat. Uh, what? Yeah, <laughs> Jimmy. He, he was going to be a sniper, but he's not a sniper anymore. <laughs> Oh. Lucy, that was the perfect reaction. <laughs> well, it means that his penis is 12 inches long. Okay, I thought so. I'm immediately reminded of that unfortunate episode of Black Dynamite. Well, anyways, uh, looks like the first on my list is uh, Jeff. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, let me get into this character voice. Uh, I am playing <clears throat> Gitan Ashkin. I'm a firebender. You really are. I'm actually a kineticist is what it's technically called in this game, but for all intents and purposes for the folks at home, I'm a firebender. I have a mysterious past and a bad boy attitude. It pairs perfectly with my chaotic neutral alignment. I'm here to bring the heat and keep it on. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sam, what's your character? Which Sam? Uh, back away. I'm Strayer Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> what the fuck? He's trying to steal my shit. Derek, you're gonna have to finish all of this up. Guns. Take my swamp. Oh, you're early Kyler. Jimmy never shares his chewy tobacco. What an asshole. Derek, 
What monstrosity have you created this time? Mr. Jar Jar Binks! Oh, <laughs> oh no. Don't you mean Jar Jar Bushings? No. My name's Shrag. Shrag, is it? I got Cat. Okay. Cat Tim Tam. What 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 kind of cat? War cat. Shrag ride war cat into battle. Hit things. Make things go bleed. Amazing. Alright. That was the cat talking, by the way, not the hawk. Oh god, what does does the cat break the fourth wall often? It's Who knows? Hmm. Lucy! <laughs> what have you what monstrosity have I allowed you to create because I'm a bitch and let you do a third party class? My name's Mop. I, I, I throw shrukins. Fans shrukins. Shink. Goblin man throw, throw, uh, throw not, throw star. Throw star hurt. That is big. Oh, uh, orange mohawk. Oh. And yeah, there you go. Wonderful. Now I do have to ask because Pathfinder goblins often don't have hair. Do you actually have a tiny little mohawk made up of your own hair, or have you skinned enough cats to make that? Uh, I definitely skin the cats. Wonderful. Um, and then Eames, um, what is your character's name? Uh, hi there, everybody. My name's Al Rock Brooklyn. I'm from Brooklyn, New York, and I'm a shaman. My daddy's a billionaire, and I have my own apothecary. Well, I can see why the Iron Fang has uh, moved you all to your own special little bucket. By the way, I'm a hobgoblin, but you'd never be able to tell. You'd think I was an elf. I have blue hair, and I'm on seven podcasts. I make $31 a month on Patreon. (laughs) Derek, do you have blue hair now? Oh, God, Derek, if you got blue hair... I like, hey, specifically like Tumblr blue. Listeners, a little, little goal that we're going to set. If we ever get to $1,000 Patreon, Derek, will you dye your hair blue? For at least one month. Yeah, sure. Well, two months. Uh, I'll have to check the dress code at work, but yes. Oh, Derek, they won't say shit. It's 2022. Let's be honest, Derek. If we ever get to $1,000 a month on Patreon, you won't be working anymore. That's, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> Derek's living on that smooth 12k a year. <laughs> I mean, all my This is a little introductions minorly out of the way. Uh, you all exist in the kind of little camp that the Malthoon army uh, keeps the Iron Fang in currently. Uh, the Iron Fang isn't quite the force that they will be soon. Uh, they're y'all are still kind of uh, under the thumb of Malthoon, and as such, uh, you you're not in like a concentration camp. Uh, but you're in kind of like your own little area, and you know if you walk about the local town, people will probably give you nasty looks because you're not humans. Uh, as I assume you all are in the bad company uh, barracks, uh, a very nice officer in the army shows up. His name is Scarnivorous. What a guy that's Scarnivorous! He's won so many battles. I hope he lives forever. Well, hey there, Scarbar. Why, hello there. I'm Scarnivorous. This is before I started smoking. Bad company. Assemble. You have orders. I, I get up in the line uh, very clearly faking a limp. I get up from my meditative pose and walk, but perhaps begrudgingly. 
into formation. Who is the tallest one of the group? I slip on, well, me, I was about to say, I slip on my 20-inch high heels and get up and, and yeah. painfully stumble over. <laughs> Just fucking awkwardly clunking your way over to the fucking line. I, uh, if you're, whoever the tallest person is, I climb onto it. I am very light, you see, so. Amazing. I guess that, uh, Jeff, what's your character's name? Uh, it's, I'm fucking hot, be careful. Uh, it's, uh, Gatun Ashkin. <laughs> um, the, Jimmy's like has a has a toothpick that he's using to scrape his uh, sandpaper teeth, and he like very slowly spits it out and walks over to the line. <sighs> all right, listen up, bad company. You've got orders. I need you all to get your gear and report to the head barracks. Think you can manage that? Sure, boss. Who do you need us to burn today? Something about some uh, runaway. You're going to be playing catch up and capture. Dead or alive. Fuck if I know. Dead or alive. Get your gear in. What? I think they'll probably tell us when we go. Yeah, probably. I'm just the one who draws a short shot to come get you losers. Oh, Scarnivorous, you're just middle management? Well, let's go ahead and cancel that Friday brunch we had planned. I would never eat lunch with you. Well, now I'm interested again. You look too much like a fucking elf. Go ahead. Goodbye, Scarnivorous. I hope you never get killed by level fives. I can't wait to get promoted. Scarnivorous uh, makes his way back to the barracks. Uh, you all collect your gear, I assume? Yeah. My yeah. suicide with a cart full of potions. Yeah, he's not a very nice guy. I've got a line right here on my person. Shut the fuck up. I like that all of the rest of you chose voices that are going to be nearly impossible to understand for the listener. That's not true. Yours is okay. At least the stuff we're saying makes sense. We've got, no. we've got, we've got basically three boom hours right now. Look, it was my bit first. Also, boom hour. Boom you know what? I don't Kentucky, care. keep on shining. He literally said that three-eyed Jimmy was gonna be Florida man. <laughs> <laughs> Assembling your gear, you make your way through the camp. Uh, you probably. Gear. You do you have armor? A wayfinder and studded leather armor. That's what I thought. You probably got a backpack with some trail rations, something. No, everything I need's on my person. Just a fucking. The Lady of Grace gave me all the gifts I need. How many Marlboro cigarettes is that? None. I keep my body pure. I make enough smoke as it is. You know, that's he only he only smokes American spirits. That's right. Yeah. Cigarettes gets me fucked up. What the fuck did you just? That's called you smoke. No, all right. You make your way uh, through the camp. You get some looks. Uh, once again, you all are unfortunately kind of not liked by the general Iron Fang. You all are seen as kind of screw ups. Can I uh, accidentally run into like some child and then and then pretend to be startled and run off? They'd be like ah and, and dashing away. Um, there aren't many children in camp, but I imagine the Iron Fang probably has like some very young hobgoblins that are like, what would it be, Squire-esque, kind of low-ranking, like, bitch boys. I see. Uh, but you could probably, yeah, fine. He's like, he's like carrying a bunch of swords awkwardly, and uh, you just yeah, kind of... I bump into him and accidentally make him drop the swords and say, sorry! He's quickly scrambling to pick up the swords, and you walk away, he kind of shakes his fist. And says something under his breath. Uh, making your way to the head barracks. It's a very nice uh, wood structure. Uh, everything else is uh, ramshackle shacks or tents. Uh, everything very neatly organized, but you don't exactly have the funding. So uh, making your way inside, uh, you can see a huge table 
you can see various generals of the Iron Fang uh, plotting and planning, uh, talking about logistics. Scarnivorous is there, and he waves you over to a little side table uh, where you can see uh, a higher-ranking hobgoblin, probably an intelligence lieutenant or something like that. You finally arrived. Took you long enough. I apologize. I was going to see Space Jam 2, the new legs. What the fuck does that mean? You know what? Don't tell me. Uh, what's your name? Fuck, what's a good hobgoblin lieutenant? Charlie. Charlie. <laughs> My name is Charlie. I took it from a man I slew. Hi there, Charlie. How about Skullblazer? Charlie Skullblazer it is. <laughs> you all have been selected for a search and destroy mission for a runaway who escaped the Malthunian military. I'm sure you all heard about the little scuffle that happened in the prisons. No. No. Mm. <laughs> yes. I wouldn't expect you all to stay up to date on current events, especially you, Jimmy. I would have thought I would have heard about that from Mercury by now. No, I heard about it. Incomprehensible as always, Jimmy. Whoever writes the report, just make sure it's not Jimmy. Jimmy actually has froze. Jimmy's the only one who knows how to read. Now you're the only one who knows how to write. Fuck. You don't need to read or write if you know how to truly see. I'm not even going to try and translate that. Anyway, a few days ago, uh, the Malthunis captured some dwarves who had been giving us trouble. Uh, unfortunately, our uh, aerial force weren't enough to be at best them, and they managed to get to Malthun Command. They're from Kragadon. They might have some information on some uh, activities we were doing in there. Anyways, they uh, rather than be captured, uh, they fought, and only one of them escaped. Says they sound very brave and not stupid at all. Mm, brave, maybe, but probably stupid. Fuck yeah, you! Definitely. Their name is Tugnabina Bonestone. <laughs> is, that a, is that a halfling? No, dwarf. Oh, At least that's what my report says. I wouldn't put it past those thick-headed Malthunis to not know the difference. Do we know anything else about our target? What does this Bonestone use in combat? Bonestone? Apparently, she's very deadly with crossbows. <laughs> she's a, she was efficient enough to kill several of uh, the Malthuni guards before she escaped. We only have a little bit of information about where she went from there. All points, all of our intelligence points to a local, well, a traveling circus. Unfortunately, they peeled out of town uh, earlier to this morning, so she's probably gone already. Anyways. Here's your orders. Uh, which one of you said you knew how to read? I we all know how to read, you fucking asshole. Except I, the goblin. I'm, I'm quite good at reading and reports. You're uh, goddamn afraid of your people. Let me just check my stat sheet. <laughs> What's it say? Uh, it just kind of gives you a uh, rundown on Tugnabita Bonestone. A brief description of what she looks like. And uh, once again, that she's very dangerous with crossbows. Uh, you get a rundown of the circus. And uh, a very nice map of uh, this side of Malthoon and Kragadon. Basically all the area that she might be in. I recommend that you head out there and interview anyone who might have seen the circus leaving this morning. Your orders are to capture her, uh, but if you do kill her, that's fine. Any questions? Yeah, what does this pay? Your fucking standard pay. Yeah, but I've been thinking about that, and, you know, I don't even really need this job. I'm not with her! So I was wondering, look, I know the others kind of are trapped here, but... I just kind of do this to, you know, to feel like I'm really doing something with my life. And I was wondering, maybe you could pay me a billion dollars? No. 
All right, then. You can feel like you're helping the Iron Fang Legion by uh, plugging a potential leak. And what do you guys do? You guys volunteer to help the homeless, is that right? Yeah, sure. Okay. I'm speaking. This All is right. going to be great for your blog. Okay, well, as long as I can put it on my resume and get a few tax write-offs, that's all right. Daddy just needs me to, Daddy just needs me to be a productive member of society. He says. Charlie looks very concerned. Right. Any other questions? Oh, I have like fourteen written down. Let me go through. Let me see here. Three hours later. (laughs) Right. Well, I definitely lost any hopes of any leads you got. Now get the fuck out of my (laughs) fuck out. How will we be traveling? First class or... And then she gets just like pulled away. (laughs) Get the fuck out there and earn your key. I think I've got a decent strategy of how to do this. I think we just give up now. This fire never goes out. I apologize. Once again, incomprehensible, Jimmy. Thank you. Do like survival checks on the map to see if we can get pointed the right direction, I guess. Sure, and you also have a lead to uh, go talk to some people that live outside town where the circus was. Uh, give me those survival checks. You don't give a shit. <laughs> I got a twenty-one. Which way's north? <laughs> Just furiously rotating the map, trying to figure out where to go. Amazing. I got a, well, I got a ten out of ten. Amazing. Well, <laughs> thankfully for Three Eye Jimmy, uh, you uh, are able to uh, look at the map, and it's a. It's a pretty decent map of the surrounding area. It highlights all the major roads uh, and a few of the side roads, all of them that uh, lead to Kragadon. Um, you'd imagine the fastest way would be on the main road, but that would also be dangerous because it's full of Malthoon patrols. Let them come. Gross. Uh, however, you do spot a few side roads that look like they would probably uh, dip out of the normal uh, patrol routes. Uh, like a little side road here, and then you loop into another little side road, and you basically just dodge the main road. Well, I guess we don't have any leads from the map. Let's just go pay these folks a visit and shake them down. Hey, give them a talk. They're probably good people. Three Shoes Billy. Who the fuck is, is Three it? Shoes Billy? I don't mean to come across as... I'm just... If you perhaps have uh, the scent capabilities of some type of tracking animal... Who are you talking to? Uh, oh, also, just, I don't think I. Uh, I'm talking this, to Three but, Shoes Billy. But Three Eye Jimmy does only have one eye and wears an eye patch. Um, the other two are his dick. <laughs> I do appreciate that your character is Kermit the Frog with a uh, an AK-47. It, look, it's. Uh, but yeah, Three Eye Jimmy just kind of narrows his single eye at you and shakes his head real slowly. <clears throat> oh, three. I, I sorry. I thought you said three noses. It's honestly t- kind of hard to understand you, and my vision is not so good on account of I haven't had any access to vitamin F gummies. The fuck is vitamin F? Wait a minute, is it vitamin C? Is for vision? What's the one in carrots? I thought it was vitamin, vitamin B. The fuck's a carrot? Vitamin B. It, it's purple. That's oh. right. Vitamin F is a fat. Yeah, it is. All right, well, trust me on this one. My intuition is very good. I say we just go north, northeast. All right, let's go to the circus. Or where the right. circus was. Oh, <laughs> Mub quickly uh, makes his way that way. I assume most of you follow. Yes. <laughs> Making it to, uh, you have to walk through town to get there. Uh, is a very nice, uh, the capital of Malthoon. Very nice town. Uh, except for all the slaves. It's a little awkward. 
But uh, you make your way to the outskirts of town where the uh, circus once was. Um, it does look like they left in a pretty big hurry. Uh, could I get survival checks? Fine. And perception, please. Fine, I'll look around. I rolled a 30 survival. I am rolling buns. I rolled a 20 in perception. God, my rolls are bad again. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> Suffer. 663 has been my night. All right. Well, thanks to 3 uh, Jimmy, and Gittin. Gittin? Gittin? Very good. Uh, due to your sharp eyes and knowledge, uh, you can see uh, it looks like everything was packed up very quickly. Uh, they left uh, quite a few supplies. There's even like a whole tent left behind and several packing bowls. Uh, you also see a spot off to the side uh, next to the tent that was left behind where there was obviously some kind of very large scuffle. Yeah, what happened here? Inspecting the scuffle, uh, it looks like there was at least five people and they were probably about humanoid. They were, everyone was humanoid. Uh, it looks like four of them were full grown like humans. Uh, but one of them, it looks like they were smaller and they were barefoot. Based off the size, though, it was probably a halfling. Half. As you go on. looking for a halfling here. Yes. No. <laughs> Don't be fooled. It's probably the dwarf. Well, that could have been a halfling too. You know. What the fuck's the difference? They all burn. What makes you think? No, it doesn't. That's why I love yeah, it. That doesn't sound like you really live in a society there. See what I put up with, Will. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, if I just stay quiet and let them RP amongst themselves, it fills time and it's really content. Track these barefoot prints. Could I get another survival check? Uh, also, do you want to search the tent that was left behind? Oh, fine. I cast Insect Scouts, and that summons one or more vermin to investigate a single location or building. That's horrifying. You found this. I, for a split drop. second, I thought that you were making that spell up, Sam. And then I, ca I cast that spell, and like a cockroach appears under me, and I immediately shriek and squash it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I got a 38 to follow the tracks. I finally rolled the highest number. I believe in you. So, all right, so it was a perception check to search the building, or the tent, and then uh, the 38 is going to be enough to follow them. And I'm back to a low number again on the perception tick. It's all right, Derek. I understand your pain. Eames, what the hell was that spell that you cast again? Insect scouts. I rolled a 24 for do, do you get, like, a check for the insects? Or what does insect scouts do? What do you mean? They bring you all the crumbs they can find. The spell summons one or more vermin to investigate a single location or building. You can see your scouts must spend 1d6 hours investigating. Gating the target location, but need no oversight. When done, they return unerringly to you with their findings of traveling up to one mile per caster level. Uh, each insight, who cares? Uh, each scout that returns passes along specific memories of structural flaws, alarms, granting you the ability to reroll one scale failed skill check per scout as long as the skill check involves that specific location's layout. Well, let's spend one d six hours and learn about the structural integrity of this tent. That we're right next to. Daddy says I can have as many re-rolls as I want. I go well, into the tent. All right. Well, with uh, some perception checks, uh, you look about the tent. Uh, it does look like there was another scuffle in here. You can see there is a tiny little uh, cot that's been uh, most that's been flipped over, and 
it's kind of at a weird angle. Like someone just kind of picked it up and yeeted it. Uh, personal belongings are all over the place. Um, curiously enough, it looks like this might have been a clown's personal quarters. <laughs> clowns. Uh, I book. I book it. <laughs> you just immediately dart out of the tent. That's understandable. It is scary. Uh, it looks like this was a clown's tent. Um, there's some makeup, uh, grease paint, and the like. If you want to steal it, uh, three-eyed Jimmy uh, takes a little bit of uh, uh, clown paint and puts it underneath uh, his eye and his eye patch. Uh, sports, <laughs> draw like style. <laughs> uh, your survival checks earlier. You are able to fi- follow the tracks. They, uh, the ground around here is pretty trampled because of the, uh, well, the circus foot traffic. Uh, however, the ground is nice and muddy enough that these fresh tracks stand out. Uh, they lead back, uh, not into the city, but to what looks like a series of kind of uh, shops and buildings that are outside the city walls. Uh, whenever, as you're approaching, you can see several humans uh, working or going about their day. You do get some nasty looks as you walk up. Uh, it looks like the tracks kind of disappear as they hit the pavement. But they were definitely leading right into this uh kind of cluster of buildings outside of town. I look at one of the nearby humans. Hey, human. Uh, you saw yeah. a halfling stress run by here recently? Uh, no. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. Hold on there, kid. Let me you try. You wanna... Oh. <laughs> off intimidate check. Yeah. Have you seen any halflings running on along by here? By the name of Tug Babina Babruska. Didn't, didn't he just say no? Listen, I'm using my feminine wiles. Uh, I've got work to do. Um, I, I, I didn't see anything, really. Why don't you take the day off? Uh, no, no, I, I have a job. I have to keep at it. All right, guys, kill him. No! No. He, uh, he does run. He, he kind of jogs off, uh, concerned. So I assume you weren't chasing after him. No, but my insects are. <laughs> <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> a shit ton of bugs and grasshoppers. <laughs> Oddly close at all times. Just fucking this poor peasant runs away screaming. It's just a swarm of drag of bugs follow him. That's horrifying. Let's keep looking. They might know more in town. Okay. Wait, are they actually grasshoppers? Uh, they're just whatever bugs I want them to be. But they're bugs? Okay, uh, I eat one. That's fine. I won't fill you up. It's magical. It won't last. No, it'll last. They're good. It's like a potato chip. You will eat the bugs. That's exactly what it's like. A potato chip. All right, so I assume you head into this... Uh, Let's go find the mayor or a slightly disreputable shopkeeping in an open tavern. Are any of those people that we were told to investigate uh, around this area? Uh, yes. Uh, this is basically like... It's across the street from where the circus was set up. Like, these people were right next to the circus. Um, and uh, there are a few... Uh, there's a tavern over here, a few warehouses, uh, some shops, if you want to do some uh, chatting of the locals. I'll go to the tavern. I have a way with those types. All right. Uh, you are heading to the tavern. Uh, is I'll anyone joining? I'll tag along. I'll tag along. Excellent. Uh, anyone going anywhere else, or...? Does anybody also, have a diplomacy check amongst us? Because who needs diplomacy? We're the company. Check out. <laughs> you I've can't deny. Lucy, I did you take great skills? I took a lot of skills. 
I'm a, base, I'm a ninja. Base skills? Ah, I'm a ninja. I'd have a lot of skills. <laughs> That's a no. <laughs> uh, I have, I have it's all right. It's all right. With, between your bluff and my intimidate, we'll be guys, fine. Guys, I'm a shaman. I know exactly what everybody's thinking at all times. <laughs> well, making your way to the tavern. All right. Uh, this is a pretty standard human bar in Malthoon. Uh, very low class. Uh, not a particularly wealthy establishment. Um, everyone right, here. Well, Everyone here uh, looks like they're uh, a working class of some kind. Uh, being midday or well, uh, late morning, it's not exactly super busy right now. But you see some people who are getting late breakfast or are popping in to get their uh, you know late morning ale as you is do. There a fireplace? Uh, there is. Uh, it's one of the only sources of light in this uh, particular tavern. It's a little dingy in here. There's a couple torches and uh, the sparse window. Uh, the little bit of light that gets in, most of the, the windows are very grimy and smoke damaged, so not much light gets in through those. I'm going to burst in through the front doors, and as I do, a song starts playing in the background. And that song is, These boots are made for walking, and that's just what they'll do. Like uh, I just got album would be from uh, is, back in is, the day. Is there a reason why the music's playing? Are you like using digitation or something? Let me check the spell list. Uh-oh. Uh, music from that you like is a spell. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I guessed it. On. What cat? What level spell is that? What level? Is what level am I? Well, level you're level zero. ten. Level zero. A tenth level spell. Holy shit! No, it's level zero. <laughs> yeah, cantrip. What school is it? Um, virtue. Oh, it's a yeah, that's actually another cantrip. Yeah, that's a domain. All right, whatever, bitch. I got a boombox. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> I can't stop you from having a boombox, so that's it checks out. <laughs> as you burst in, uh, I imagine the music is playing perfectly in your head as you uh, as you burst in. You get some weird looks. Uh, you all are not exactly the traditional patrons of this bar. Uh, literally, the five people that are in here are all looking at you. Are they so, like humans or what? They're all humans. Hmm. While uh, while that's happening, I'll stand. I walk in, but I'm going to stand in front of the door as if to signal I'd rather nobody leave. Um, and I'm going to intimidate stand you? forward to say I'd rather everyone stay. So we get a little Give me a diplomacy sour. check. Oh fuck! <laughs> I'll handle this. <laughs> I rolled. I rolled in eight. Or you sure did. Turn that sideways, the infinity sign. Huh, you know, um, I do appreciate creative, interesting gameplay. Um, and, you know, I always focus on RP in my games. Uh, unfortunately, the nat one to intimidate, uh, they, they immediately just glare at you, uh, Jeff. Um, they notice the threat, uh, and they take it as such, and they're upset with you now. You know what? God damn it. You also take your eyes one? off me and keep it on the fireplace. Uh, before Jimmy goes in, he does spit out a very large wad of dead flies. Um, as oh, if it God. was tobacco. No. <laughs> so fucking <laughs> Onto the, the sidewalk outside of the bar uh, and then goes in and goes straight up to the, the bartender and asks for some, uh, uh, what's a good Florida man drink? Everclear. A hurricane before you go and say... 
I, I, I like Everclear. What? Ever frogs can drink. You got coin. Uh, Jimmy does uh, pull out whatever the drink would cost. Right, well, if you got coin, you got drink. Uh, <laughs> just the clear. He looks a little concerned, but shrugs your shoulders and pours you a nice uh, highball glass of uh, just Everclear. I will sidle up to the stool next to one of the patrons, and I'll say, put it on his tab. I'd like a Manhattan with 19 olives. Don't put that on my fucking tab. <laughs> well, uh, drink price negotiations are being made. Mub, what are you doing? Uh, Mub is currently watching all this go down and is quietly kind of slinking in the corner, uh, kind of walking around and like whenever one of the people in my party like cause a scene and everybody looks, I swipe a piece of food. Could I get a stealth check and a, what is that, sleight of hand? Yes. Yeah. Right. Not, I've been slowly dumping all of my 1E knowledge for 2E, so... All right, it's a 23 for stealth and a 35 for sleight of hand. You're uh, slowly taking all the table scraps and such are laying about. Maybe one person puts down his bowl of porridge and you just kind of quickly grab it. And he kind of looks back. He's like, well, where's my porridge? But you've already slipped away. <laughs> Amazing. Derek, what were you doing? I tried to seduce one of the ones Jeff pissed off. Uh, roll me a diplomacy and uh, please tell me. How are you? Also, is the cat in here with you? That's probably too big. I rolled a ride check instead because I think that's funny. Unfortunately, your ride check was an 18, uh, which they were already not uh, very big fans of you. Uh, so they don't not, They don't seem interested. I'm sorry. Not seduced by my ride check. Apparently my hips did lie. Hmm. Damn it, Derek. Um, no, but really, I don't really have face skills, but I'm just going to be like... <clears throat> we're we're just here for somebody who gone missing. We'll leave as soon as you tell us you don't know where they are. Almost everyone in the bar unanimous or at once says we don't know. Well, I guess I phrased that wrong. Y'all seen dwarf halfling anything in here? Came from the circus. Mm, I haven't seen anything today. Uh, the circus people cleared out pretty quick. Uh, they started in the middle of the night and just left. You'll see which way they went. Followed the road north. They uh, they got in a bit of trouble with the local authorities. They uh, had some contract to be here for a few more days, but they left anyways. You think the uh, local authorities might have uh, roughed him up a little bit? I'm sure they did. I think, actually, you said halfling? Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, one of them halfling, the ones that dress all funny, uh, one of them, uh, he uh, went and got him some gambling debts at the local... Uh, and uh, he tried to leave with the circus, and apparently they grabbed him before he could leave. Which gambling den is the one around here? Uh, everyone kind of looks away, and the bartender is... Uh, he's making some suggestions that you might want to bribe him. My daddy owns that gambling den, as a matter of fact. He uh, immediately are... looks at you, and uh, looks you up and down, and uh, looks back to you, Derek, and uh, does the uh, put-money-in-my-hand gesture again. Well, how about a casino comp? Free buffet. Uh, well, the hell's a buffet? All right. Our tender, can you get a, a round for the bar on me and uh, pay double and a tip? Sure, it's 10 fucking a.m. 
They're drinking already. It's fine. It's true. It's it's that like that weak like day beer that they used to drink back in the day. It's fine. I uh, I run up to the bartender as he says that, and I'm like, <laughs> and I put a small pouch of twenty platinum in front of him. Uh uh uh. He kind of looks at you. Uh, sorry, sorry. And I put another bag, small bag of twenty platinum. Right. He takes it immediately, just swipes it over the bar. Uh, you go behind me bar. Uh, take the alley. Go left. Uh, the entrance to the den is uh, in between buildings. Uh, there should be three blokes out there. They'll probably uh, give you a bit of a hassle. Uh, I can't really do anything for that. The place is called Finks. Thanks. Er, thanks. And I walk out. Come on, ninja. Let's go roll some bones. Might, might be able to talk him out of it. Let's hope so. And if all this goes well, we'll be rolling some bones stone. That's the end of our practice. What? Fuck off, Jerry. Bye, everybody in the bar. I love you. Hey, you get some weird looks. Uh, the bartender is furiously counting the platinum pieces. He. I thought he, you were going to say something else after the word furiously. <laughs> He's furiously cleaning the bar. No! He is furiously polishing a mug. Okay. Polishing his mug. To the gambling. All right, you make your way behind the bar. You make your way behind the bar. We take our left. We go between the two buildings. We got two guys outside. What are they looking like? Uh, there are three guys. Uh, they look like some right shady characters. Oh, <clears throat> and no. They look like they would taste. Not to give away my character arc, but... What? 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 Uh, you all will be coming from the north. <clears throat> can you can you make me a big boy, Will? Uh, God, I guess, what I guess, I guess I'll walk up to him. I follow close behind. I'm like hiding behind your leg. Amazing. No, you had gentlemen happen to have a halfling in there. Owes you some money. Uh, the three of them look to each other. Look at you. Maybe. What's it to you, Hobgob? I look down. Oh, I lift my head back up and open my eyes. My eyes are glowing red because I just use kinetic buffer. How about you stop fucking around and tell me what I want to know? 20. You think we're scared of some little tricks, eh? <sighs> well, if you're not scared, maybe you're you saw my initiative score, you would be, motherfucker. Are she inside? Or halfling inside? Right, why don't you, uh, why don't you all just... Ah! <laughs> halfling inside? How about you roll initiative, cockhead? We'll see what happens. Roll initiative? I did plan for this to go poorly, but I didn't expect it to go that fast. Good! Good! Uh, Three-eyed Jimmy just fucking cocks the AK-47. Derek, look out, bitch! <laughs> There's one rule for kineticists. You, you want to go first. Hold on. I want my 22 in there. Hold the plane in there, motherfucker. that's not my 22. I had a 21. <laughs> so that's improved initiative. What else are you doing with that? Uh, yep, I also have a reactionary trait. Uh, that'll do it. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah. I am familiar and improved. Oh, decks. familiar. Familiar is good. You need it. He's inside me right now. That's kind of hot. Gross. Hmm. No, he's an elemental whisper. You don't get it. You never could. No, I totally get it. Inside, I got the wand right up in me right now. It's not like that either, you fucking asshole. Okay, well, hey, watch the... I did not roll very good on initiative, and that does not bold well for this encounter. Mub, you go first. Uh, I kind of, like, crouch and shink uh, four shurikens, and, and I go, and then I go completely invisible. Oh. <laughs> I'm on a five foot step and I'll full attack this guy. You go oh. for the guy on the left. Uh, roll the hit. 
Very good. And let me add my... Okay, um, first one. Uh, it is a 35 hit. It does. Um, is this against their flat-footed? It is. Never mind they, they've got the... Uh, it's true. Unless their hit die is like six, then yeah. I don't... Yep, yeah. okay. They, <laughs> they are rogues, so they've got improved uncanny dodge. It's true. And it's, they are above uh, six level. Uh, but a 35 definitely hits. But I definitely, uh, I do, because I'm first in initiative, I also... Yes. Okay, then I get the sneak attack for this. Okay, so 35 hits. I deal one non-lethal and uh, 13 precision damage. Ow. Um, And then does a 19 hit? That is actually right on the money. Then I hit again and deal another uh, 10 precision damage. Or, I'm sorry, I do a total of 11 damage. For the second one. How much did you do uh, together for the first one? It was... Total of 13 lethal and one non-lethal. Because my shrukens do a D3 minus one. Then the breaks. And then, uh, because I'm hasted from my boots, I throw another one. Uh, That is a 34 hit. Jesus, how are you able to get so... Yeah, that hits. It's another 14 damage for sneak attack. Okay. And then this one's from my uh, Flurry of Stars. Oh, hold on. Oof. An 8 doesn't confirm. Or it is a 28 hit. A 28 hits. Alright, and I do a total of 14 with that one. Jesus, okay. And that is my turn. That took a... I did have no, to no. use a key point, so... Well, uh, because of that non-lethal, he's actually dead. Well, down. Yeah. Uh, because they have 53 and you've done 20 or 52. So you just fuck it. Just a hail of shurikens. This guy just gets cut the fuck down. And nobody sees it, but you kind of do. Because as the shurikens revisibilize, as they leave my possession, they stick into this guy's deck. And uh, there's dick. all four of them. And they just, after he just like is coughing and like walking backwards, they like rip out and fly back to me and you hear me catch him. Not bad. Jesus Christ. Alright, that was my turn. Okay. Uh, Fireman, please do you all that fire can. The most dangerous thing to run into in the morning is an alchemist looking to get his stacks of overflow up. Uh, you mean I a geneticist? That's what I fucking said. Shut the fuck up. I'm, I'm so alchemist. sorry. That's my fault. Blue flame blast. Empowered. Oh, fuck. Does a 15 hit touch? Uh, hold on. Touch. Wait. Oh, I forgot the wrong. The 16 hit touch. It does hit. Very good. He will take 69 fire damage on the mouth. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. It's a funny number. Well, yeah, it's it's pretty funny. He's dead. Jesus Christ, y'all. These guys are... They're fucking challenge rating 8. Why are you one-shotting? They were... I just do 30 not lethal to myself, so don't worry too much. Okay, that's fine. Is there don't anything else worry. you want to do? I plan to revive them on my turn. I'm a kineticist. What else can I do? I end my turn. I five foot step and end my turn. That's what I thought. My fine shaman friend. I'm going to cast Reed Weather. All right, well, while you do that. <laughs> this fucking bitch. Listen, hear me out. <laughs> 
I hear about Mercury being retrograde one more fucking time. Well, it is, but I would not be casting Reed Weather if I needed to know that. And I mean, come on, I keep up on that stuff. So don't don't condescend. Don't mansplain me. All right, what I'm trying to do here, this fight's going well. The scales can turn at any moment should a snowstorm come along or a thunderstorm or perhaps even just a mild breeze. So I'm going to see what's happening in the next 48 hours. And here's All the right. good thing about this spell. I only have to cast it once and we're covered for just a little bit of a while. That's nice. Uh, how long does it take to cast that spell? Uh, I don't know. Let me click on it. It's one example. minute. It takes All one right, minute. Well, you get started on that. Um, <laughs> unbelievable. You know, Jupiter is in retrograde right now. So I, I swear to fucking God. <laughs> um, is that actually what you want to do, Eames? Yes. Very good. Three out, Jimmy! Okay, um... <laughs> God, I can't get over that Kermit the Frog with sunglasses, a fedora, and an AK-47. <clears throat> I'm gonna take a footstep. And I will, uh, I will pull out, uh, my two pistols and shoot. Okay, what a 39 <laughs> to a JC. <laughs> uh, 20 damage. And then, would a 19 hit touch? Yes, it would. Uh, 19 damage. Uh, and then as a uh, move action, I reload a gun. Very good. You start reloading after shooting these people. Uh, he doesn't look too uh, great after being shot twice. Uh, that makes it Shurg's turn. Shreg. <coughs> they can't be flanked. Can they be flanked with? Do they have improved or is it just regular uncanny? They have improved uncanny dodge. Oh, that's exciting. Um, Shurg's going to cast Animal Growth on Tim Tam, the, the war cat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the war cat's going to charge. And then he the war cat has pounce, so it's 37 hit. Yes, it does. Uh, 32. Ooh, he's dead. Jesus Christ. How many other attacks does the cat have? Uh, three. Very nice. Uh, us- Plus a rake. As the, the combat ends, I turn off my boots of speed. Very good. So you only use, like, a round. So I did only use a round, yes. I am keeping track of it. You notice heat radi- radiating off Gitan's body. It's not going to stop. <laughs> the overflow is real right now. We've all been there before. You're just constantly like, you know, radiating heat. Hard. You just feel the heat itches away from them. It's basically that. I gotta ask, Rhea, Jimmy, can I ask a question about your name, please? Mm-hmm. I did not realize that I had push talk on me. Now can I help me? <clears throat> Why do they call you four-eyed Jimmy when you have two eyes? Uh, he does pull the eye patch up, uh, and he does have a second eye underneath it, uh, and he winks. What? This is too much for me to handle. What? So Mug will walk away. It not a got- Mug's gonna forget that happened. Does this mean I know what the weather is now? Uh, yes, it's going to be, uh... <laughs> Uh, for the rest of the morning, it's going to be sunny, but uh, probably by the afternoon, going into the evening time, it, there is going to be rain. I'm going to go take their pockets. All right, fellas, there's rain coming, so prepare accordingly. I'm going to take their pockets, or the money in their pockets. Uh, yeah, uh, what do they got? Uh, oh wow, they've actually got a, a, a bit of coin. They've got like 100 gold each. Um, they've got some nice leather and a plus one rapier apiece. Uh, and they also, one of them has the key uh, to what appears to be the doors here. Yes! Catch! And I just chuck it at uh, the cat. Your mount. The cat immediately <laughs> swallows it. Don't make character decisions <laughs> for me. No, I know. I uh, was kidding. Let me in! I jump at the cat's mouth. 
He Jesus. is technically huge now, I guess, so... But how the hell is he even fitting in this damn fucking I mean, hallway? It's a cat. There's, there's oh, okay. Okay. You killed Mub. If I, if I fit, <laughs> I sit. I love those beams. Uh, I hop off of the boy. What kind of door is it? Um, It's a forced door to a, uh, a shady establishment. Oh. It looks like it would take a bit to knock it down. Yeah, we'll see. Mub, back the fuck off. No. All right. I gotta do this, solid. Gotta get information. Yeah, don't worry, it'll be nice and subtle. I gather energy and blue flame blast the door. Ah, I'm the door! Let me look up the stats for a sturdy wooden door. <laughs> I, bet, I, I bet, well, look, it probably has 12 hardness. But I bet it's fire HP is a real. little different to, to siege or buildings. I think it does double damage. <laughs> and I don't think fire damage, I think fire damage doesn't care about hardness. Strong wooden door, five hardness, uh, 20 hit points with a break DC of 23. Well, let's see what happens. Mm -hmm. It takes, uh, oh my god, it takes 98. How much do you take? What? None. I'm a level 10 kineticist. A blue flame costs me nothing if I gather energy. All right, well, you gather energy, and even though I gave you the fucking key, you managed to blow the doors inward. Uh, a huge fiery explosion erupts. Uh, you can smell seared door uh, wood, uh, the metal on the handles where you hit it in the metal. Uh, it's not, like, warped yet, but it's, like, glowing red hot. And uh, there's just a huge scorch mark in the middle Let's of the make door. It's complete. I activate my wild talent fire sculptor and start moving the flames down the stairs into the establishment. Uh, luckily, it is uh, mostly empty as it is uh, during the daytime. So this house of ill repute is uh, not as very uh, populated, save for a few people that are uh, sitting around a table having a discussion. Uh, they're all immediately like, what the fuck? Uh, they seem more scared. That They don't look like they're immediately going to be going for their blades yet. All right, now do the thing where say we're firefighters and there's been a report of gas leak. It's <laughs> just the perfect uh, That would be a deception check. This is where I'm from Brooklyn, and I'm a volunteer firefighter. Yes, Brooklyn. So what I'm going to need you to do is empty your pockets, drop your weapons. Are you really robbing us? And run no. out the back door. No. And if you see Tugman to be in a stone, you tell her where I'm coming for Nobody. Nobody. We're looking for a halfling. Have you seen a halfling? Half? Are you talking about the fucking clown? Yeah. Oh, autographs. I, I need the autographs, please. I'll give you each a gold piece. Uh. And make them go away. Right. The, the fucking clown, uh, they were in trouble with the city. Uh, we, we turned them over to Malthoon forces. Thanks. Oh no, what a terrible mess. Okay, goodbye. Uh, they're very confused and concerned. With that disturbing revelation that your, uh, only lead is in the hands of, I wouldn't say your enemy per se. But uh, is in the hands of Malthuni forces. Uh, we'll come back next week. Meanwhile, in the present, Gina, you're getting ready for Betty Bye. And uh, Tony worked late tonight. He uh, wasn't going to, but he he's like three hours late. Normally, he would have like cooked dinner and cleaned and fed the animals and fed Truxton. Wait, we got animals. Who knows? 
he he feeds stray cats because that's the kind of dude he is. But he he walks into the bedroom as you're like changing into like evening clothes or whatever, and he kind of like slumps into a, <clears throat> a armchair in the corner, and he just <sighs> lets out a a very tired sigh. Everything okay? What are you what are you complaining about? Oh, just a long, weird day. Oh, boy. Yeah, how weird how? I got some mob guys come in again. I'm sorry. Do you want me to make you some evening scones before we talk about this? Yeah, of course I want some goddamn evening scones, Tony. <laughs> okay. He, he comes back a half an hour later. <laughs> so anyway, the mob guys... Um... So, the two I talked to uh, seem to be having the same, I don't issue, uh, change of heart as the rest of them. Um, a good percentage of the family has decided to stop doing crime in the city, which for me is, is great, fine. You know, people not being murdered or robbed is probably good i guess um the weird thing is why they've decided i don't quite understand it but apparently he's back because richard's back they're not doing criminal stuff anymore wait so they're like they're intimidated by him so you think that he's bullying people out of town no he's He's the leader of the crime syndicate still. He's just not having them do crime syndicate stuff anymore. Doesn't make any sense, and they all of them seem happy about it, it seems like. But I know for, for whatever you and Tugnabina are planning, uh, this might be put some damper on the plan, I guess. Uh, but I'll, I'll keep my ear to the mob glass. I forgot what the phrase was. Uh, you, you'll keep your ear to the ground, sweetheart. Yes, the the mob ground uh, to see what's going on. I, I'm afraid something bad is coming. Or, you know, something very good, I guess. Yeah, because it Supposedly. can only be one of those two things. Or media. <laughs> like you! Okay, first of all, I've never been able to fit a small before. You need to get over it. You know what I meant. Does that make sense? I'm, I'm good. I think I'm going to call it a night. I'll see you in the morning, Gina. Yeah, sound, sounds good. There better uh, be some fucking scones in the morning. Jesus. Have I ever let you down in the pastry department? You know, <laughs> uh, that is one area where we have been able to agree on fully. Except for that one time. And I promise it'll never happen again. Look, I told you not to take advice from that weird pierogi blog. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I guess you uh, eventually, I don't know, you fall asleep and then uh, morning comes. Uh, give me a perception check, Gina. Uh, let me see here. I had to open up my character sheet in the other roll 20. Leave my perception check at the plus 19. So let me roll that. Uh, I rolled a 27 perception check. As you wake up, uh, your room's warm. It seems to be a nice, bright, sunny day. Give me a wisdom check. How about you go fuck yourself? 
it's not particularly high. Like an actual wisdom check or a will it, a will save? A wisdom check. Uh, so I rolled a three. Look, Gina, you know, she's lived a long life, but she's learned absolutely nothing from it. <laughs> Good woman. Yeah, you, uh, do you have any plans for today? I mean, I assume I have errands to run. I assume I've been uh, meeting with you your croissants yet. I have been eating my croissants, and um, I assume I have, like, a meeting with the, the weird dwarf child. Um, so as, as you're getting ready, you get, like, a tingle down your spine that something is off, but you just can't put your finger on it. Um, so you get ready for the day. Uh, you've got the meeting with Tug Nabina. Uh, you gotta go bail trucks down out of prison again. You know, things you do every day. Yeah, it's, you know, it becomes part of a routine. As you leave your house, it kind of smacks you all at once. Why do you have that weird feeling? Uh, you look up and you realize Kragadon's a sky citadel, which means it's underground. Why the fuck would it be sunny? And why the fuck is Kragadon's roof gone? That's the end of our broadcast week. Bye. Bye. This is interesting. This podcast uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Incorporated, which are used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. This podcast is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo Incorporated. For more information about Paizo's community use policy, please visit paizo.com forward slash community use. For more information about Paizo Incorporated and Paizo products, please visit paizo.com. Iron Fang Invasion is copyright 2017. Iron Fang Invasion and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo.